This is episode 38 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. You're not late. You're right on time. And we're glad you're here. This is Rise Up on Family Life. How has your pastor, current or past, influenced hmm. your life? Uh, maybe you've had one pastor, maybe you have a handful of pastors as, you know, maybe you've moved or gone around, you know, different things. But pastors during this Pastor Appreciation Month uh, certainly uh, has an influence on our lives. They have to. They always do. Tim, when I say hmm. a pastor memory or how has a pastor influenced your life, what comes to your mind? Oh, when you say memory, I'm I'm feeling it right now. I can taste it in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Werther's Original Caramel Hard Candies. <laughs> oh, because okay. Pastor, Pastor Huth was his name, always had some of those in his office <laughs> at the church. And my brother and I would... Just about always, it seems, find a way to get back there before the service and get the candy. And it's interesting because that was one of kind of the first, like really, truly first pastor memories I have. And it's significant because he was kind of the first one I put together as meaning pastor in my head. Now, when I was younger, we moved around from churches to church, you know, kind of a lot, actually. So there Mm. weren't any one um, at different points that was like this pastor, you're starting to get used to him and then moved to a different church and everything. And so that's something that as uh, now I'm looking at, wow, okay, my wife and I, we've got a family. We're we're growing a family thinking about there's going to be. Uh, I I hope, you know, not a a lot of moving around from one church to another, but that there's one person who kind of we can kind of think of for our family as this person's who we look at as kind of the flock leader, I guess you could say is what a pastor really means. Um, And and seeing that person as somebody who's a really significant individual in your life. But uh, and also if they have candy. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's good too, uh, but there. Look, I go back to food again. I guess I would be totally remiss if I did not mention the encouragement I've had with my current pastor and pastors past in my life uh, over a, a bite to eat. You know, getting a meal at a diner or a restaurant or otherwise, and just talking about life and how I've experienced them pouring into my life in that way, just over a bite to eat out with my pastors. You know, there have been. A lot of pastors in my life. And I I almost feel bad because we have switched churches for many different reasons. Uh, we left our church at one point to go help plant a church and then came back to our church. And then there was a change of leadership and the, the church wasn't really meeting our family's needs. And we moved on to another church. And so when you say pastor, there are so many different pastors in my life that have all had different roles. I mean, I remember my very first pastor that I would say taught me the basics of how to live like a Christian. Hmm. And then I have had pastors who have taught me to love the word. I've had pastors who have encouraged me to spend more time in the word. Our pastor now, I think, has shown me how to reveal the word, you know, that you read something in scripture and yes, there's what it says, 
But then there's always more. Like, what is the time that it took place in? What was happening? What is another way to look at it? What is it? And so there have been so many different types of teaching that I have been under. And each one has been exactly what I've needed for that time in my life. Although I guess Bible teaching at any time in your life would be Mm -hmm. exactly what you need. But it is interesting to me how so many of these men who were all in the same role have had such a different, but also a true way of looking at God's word. You know, for some, it was the passion of of what's in the Bible. And for some, it's the history of what's in the Bible. And for some, it's just spending more and more time in the Bible. And so that's what's kind of interesting to me. Now, the job of a pastor is a big job, and we should really have more than one month of sure. appreciation right, <laughs> when you look right. at it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's teaching, there's shepherding, there's the administration over the staff. And um, and so I don't I don't know how they do what they do, but I I do know that you really have to think before you're critical of your pastor. Mm, yeah, um, because it's a role that none of us can imagine being. Like you, you know, you say, "Oh, if you could only walk a mile in someone's shoes, you could never walk in a pastor's shoes unless you're a pastor." Because the job, I, I can't even begin to imagine. Uh, the responsibility of that job, the mm-hmm. spiritual implications of that. It's a, it's not an easy job. And so we should take time to, to appreciate them this month. As uh, my faith walk has grown, starting in my early 30s when I first came to the Lord, my very first pastor, boy, did I, and I still do, look up to him and admire him. But it was my first pastor. He brought, and it was for the first time in my life, but he brought the Word to life. And he was a Bible uh, teaching expert. He's retired now as far as he doesn't pastor a specific church, but he travels and and does uh, ministry that way. But I learned so much from him. Um, the first thing, and so many little phrases and things stick in my mind still all these years later. Uh, mm. One of them, you know, he takes the verse or the scripture, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. He said it a different way, and he said it so many times, and it's, it, I can still hear it in my head. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing uh, and wow. hearing and yeah. here, and he kept on repeating, you know, the word of God. And it it didn't make any sense maybe at first when I was a baby Christian. But the more you walk with the Lord every day, it's a reminder that you do need to be refreshed every single day. It's a daily walk. It's not just a one-time thing. And there's a, it's faith. You got to keep hearing the word over and over again. He had a great sense of humor, too. He, he said this more than one or two times. But he said, you've never been ripped off till you've been ripped off by a Christian. Ooh. And that really caught my uh, ear. Mm-hmm. I can still hear that because it's like, well, you maybe expect people who aren't believers maybe to be dishonest. But when you know of a believer to be dishonest, that's when you really have to, ooh, that's where God's love comes in. Wow. To love others who, wait a minute, they're a Christian and they still ripped me off. So those kind of teaching things, uh, mm. steady every day, steady every day. And I admired him so much, I really looked up to him. Uh, But then as I grew and had other pastors, I learned that, yeah, other pastors, and they've become friends of mine, even after I have left their church or left the town or left the state, you know, I've moved, and they've become close friends. And what I've learned from that first pastor of, oh, I admire him and look up to him, 
to these other pastors who I still admire and I still look up to, but they're people. They're mm. like regular people. Yeah, they're they just are. like they're just like me. Mm. And yeah. and and many times they've said, you know, when I'm preaching up here, I'm preaching to myself too. Yeah. Mm. And so it's gone from that admiration, my first pastor that I looked up to, right. and, and we're never to put people on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Um, but to the other people, it's but like, you respected the, the way he knew the Bible. Exactly. And, yeah. Exactly. Now these others who I respect just as much, but. They're people, they're (laughs) flawed, they're, and they need our prayers so, so much every single day, just like all of our other friends do. You know, we've so often had pastors at our table, you know, kind of the ministry of feeding their families and saying, oh, you know, come over and we'll, you know, we'll cook out, we'll have, and I remember one time we were doing this and, uh, and, and it had gotten kind of late in the evening and, and the conversation started to get sort of awkward and finally, I just said, what, what's going on? Why does this feel awkward all of a sudden? And the pastor's wife said, well, we're kind of waiting for the thing. And I said, what, what are you waiting for? And she said, what is it that, that you have an issue with or that you have a complaint with? Or that? And I said, what are you talking about? Like, oh, we just, hmm. we invited you over to have dinner because we love you. And she said, no, people never just invite us over for a meal. Wow. They invite us over because there's something they want to talk about regarding the church. And I said, well, that's not us. That's really awful. And if I had an issue with your church, I would make an appointment and come talk to you in your office. Like that's yeah. that's kind of what that's for. But a good pastor is somebody who is honest, who is humble, and who has a really caring heart. Mm-hmm. And so if that's your pastor, especially this month, take time to say Thank you. You can say it face to face. You can post it on the internet. You can put it in a card with a a coffee gift card or something. They seem to like that. But just make sure (laughs) that you show appreciation to your pastor this month. Reminding you that God is in charge today and every day. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Well, they're obviously not a Christian. (laughs) I'll tell you, this friend here of mine, autocorrect. That just oh. just realized this totally, absolutely well, just so secular. It's because hmm. it, well, I can tell because the way it doesn't understand how I'm speaking, mm-hmm. it wants to correct on my heart. You know, I've got something on my heart right, right. now. Okay. It's like okay. telling me to correct it to in my heart. No, oh. on my heart is how you say it. Right. You know, you put something on your heart. It doesn't mm-hmm. understand that fellowship is actually a verb. It's trying to correct me. I'm saying it was oh, fellowshipping with some brethren. It's like fellowship. No, it's a verb. Come right, on. Okay. It clearly doesn't. <laughs> Something yeah. we do. It, well, it doesn't It doesn't get my Christianese. It even thought that word was spelled wrong. Oh. Oh, wait. Mm. And therein lies the problem. Christianese. Mm. I was speaking a code, maybe. Uh, and maybe it sounds like that when you use words that you understand. And maybe fellow Christians, maybe the people you go to church with might understand how you talk. If you've been in church for a long time. Maybe there are some folks who are a little newer to church and don't always know what you mean when you say you want to invite them to an evening of fellowshipping. And yeah, it's how we talk sometimes, but it can always be a little clearer. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe I'm the one that I should be praying for, <laughs> clearer <right>. communication. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I feel sanctified now. <laughs> Amen, brother. I'm glad Amen. you repented. <laughs> of course we're happy. You're here. Why wouldn't we be? Thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. You are as cool as paint, I'll tell you. Uh, cool as, as paint. There's, cool as there's paint. a brand new paint that's so white, mm-hmm. 
You're supposed to say how white. How is. white how, is how, it? How white okay. is it? Like, I mean, but how white can I mean white paint is already right. like the whitest of the white, it's, right? Well, that's <laughs> not easy to say. <laughs> that is really not easy white to say. White, right? The whitest of the white. Um, <laughs> but it it is so white. They've made it so white that now you don't need as much cooling in your house. The white wow. reflects it. This it it takes it reflects the heat away. So it you don't need yeah. the cooling. Okay. And so, so it's whiter than bright white, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whiter than bright white, right. Uh that's exactly <laughs> right. But it makes me it's like that's interesting and I don't know all the science and how it goes into that. Right, right. But white. But <laughs> But what it reminds me of, it really does. Uh-huh. It's like, have you ever met somebody who just reflected Jesus so, so much that they just reflect, they, nothing mm-hmm. seemed to bother mm. them. All that heat, all that problem, all that whatever that comes in, they are so filled with that. They reflect and it's like they remain cool and calm because they have that peace. Mm. So, yeah, that's what that reminded me of. White, right, right, bright. Even in a dark night. Facing a whole new day is a lot easier when you remember that God is in charge. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life. National Face Your Fears Day. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Steve? Uh-huh? Could you tell a joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... I Greece is worse. Knock, knock. Uh-oh. <laughs> Who's there? Me. Are you scared yeah, yet? just... Just, me, just, me, who? Just me, just me. <laughs> Still scared? Depressed, depressed. So I'm brave. Facing my fears. Oh, good girl. Thanks for making us part of your morning routine. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Without farmers, there would be very little food. They raise their crops and livestock well, so we all have food. We have eggs and wheat, beef and beets, broccoli, celery, apples, ham and sweet peas. Without farmers, there would be very little food. Okay, well, I could just go to the grocery store or a restaurant or something like that, right? The grocery stores would all shut down since they'd have no food. No more fast food joints, DoorDash points, TGI wooden fry, Cracker Barrel bye-bye. Without farmers, there would be very little food. Okay, point taken. I'll just go out in the woods. There's plenty of food out there. Pick a berry here and a mushroom there. Here a root, there a hair. Uh-oh, it's a black bear. Without farmers, there would be very little food. I guess farmers are important, aren't they? Let's thank God for them every day when we eat our food. Bless their hard work's toil in the soil. Day or night, farmers fight to make sure we eat right. Thank you, farmers, for your work so that we have food. Thank you, farmers, for your work so that we have food. 